Good evening and welcome to the haunted towns of Warwickshire. Tonight we are in Warwick, the medieval town that played a most important part in great British history. Let's start our journey at St Nicholas Church. As we move through the gravestones among the dead, many strange things have happened here, from the shadows to the lights that glow. People have reported seeing people walking around the gravestones and looking back and finding no one there. All was that appear on photographs, ghost hunting equipment that fails, the noises of footsteps when no one is around, the spirits that communicate, and the ones that don't want to be seen, and the feeling of being watched. Many people have reported the sight of a lady in white. It's often seen walking, wondering, plotting. It is believed she is looking for revenge, revenge for her husband having an affair. So if you do enter, make sure you are aware. There's also other reports of a lady who's dressed in red, lost, looking, searching. This lady is believed to be looking for her baby that she lost many, many years ago. As we leave the dead behind, the spirits, the ones that walk, the ones that follow, just be aware as we enter into the haunted lane. As we enter into the cold dark lane, as we make our way, have a thought for the ones that died and still live. The shadows, the figures that move, the smell of alcohol, the feeling of someone there. The soldier who appears, the ones that march and the horses that are often heard. The feeling of being watched, the feeling of cold shivers as you walk up the passageway. People have even said they often feel that fear as they enter, the anxiety, the nerves, the feeling of being watched, the feeling of being touched, the breath on the back of their neck, and the feeling of the unknown. As we make our way out of the passageway, remember the dead, the ones that still live today, the ones that follow, and the ones that get left behind. Church of St Mary and the resting place of many famous people included that of Falk Greville and Robert Dudley. Now inside the church you will find an ancient ducking stool. The one that was used to duck witches, to drown them, to kill them, to murder them. Now the church is said to be haunted by many, including that of the noble imp. He dined at the age of three, and is often seen running around the church and getting up to mischief. People have also reported that they've heard singing coming from the choir, even though the church is empty. People reported the sound of organ music playing, when there was no one at the organ. Outside in the graveyard is a much different feeling. As we make our way through the trees, through the gravestones, the shadows, the figures, the graves that no one wants to stand by, the things people see, feel and fear, the children that play, the ones that hide, the ones that run, and the little girl who is lost. The equipment that fails, the feeling of despair and the feeling of being scared. The dark figure who approaches, dressed all in black, waiting, wanting, touching, pushing. The ones that appear and vanish, and the soldier who still protects Warwick. The spirits that appear on photographs, the ones you can see through, and the ones that still want more. 
The nun who is seen crying all alone, and the lady who is often seen hanging from the tree. Before we leave the graveyard, one more haunting story. Many people have reported that they have seen an old-fashioned funeral. The horse, the glass cart, the procession as they disappear into the church. Now as we make our way down to the old prison, the fear, the pain, the ghost, the screams, the ones that just appear and the ones that never say goodbye. So have a thought for the souls that still search, the ones that appear and vanish. Just think of the stories that these spirits could tell. Imagine the fear as you're thrown behind the bars, the chains, the chants from prisoners and the torture from the guards. Imagine the anguish, the panic and the fear of the unknown. When Warwick Prison was first built, it was the most secure prison in Britain. Just imagine being marched onto the platform, the crowd cheering, the noose hanging, the hangman himself, and then slowly, slowly dying a painful death. The sounds of chains being dragged, the screams, the cries, and the creaking of the noose. Many people inside have reported the sounds of doors slamming. The sound of keys being jangled, the shadows of guards still walking the corridors, the doors that open and close, the computers that turn themselves on and off, and the sight of paper being thrown across the room where no one else is there. Just the old coffee tavern full of mystery and surprise. From the shadows in the bar to the figure that walks into the kitchen, the footsteps that are heard on the upper levels, the room that feels cold, and that there is someone there waiting, watching. Whilst in the cellar, many strange things have happened. Feeling of heat, the strange sensation of being somewhere else, the feeling of someone there, and the fear, and the wanting to leave. So, as we make our way from the cellar, the shadows, the feeling of being touched, the feeling of being watched, and the sweat dripping from us. Before we enter into the ironworks, let me bring you to the attention to some of the other shops, where they have rails of clothing thrown, and doorways that lead to nowhere. Is this the secret porthole into another life? As we enter into the ironworks, the feeling of not being alone, the feeling of being watched, the secret tunnels that are now blocked up, the figures that suddenly disappear, the feeling of being entrapped, the objects that are thrown, the lights that don't work and the cameras that fail, the footsteps that are hurt with no one there, the shadows that are seen under doors suddenly waking up and feeling like someone is stood there watching as we make our way down to the bar the spirits that follow the spirits that are in the bar and the one that is still waiting to be served as we leave to walk the haunted road through to the haunted square welcome to our next destination the tilted wig as we make our way back through the haunted square 
pause for a moment. The dead souls, the ones that walk past you every day. Waiting, watching, waiting for their stories to be told. As we entered into the tilted wig, the feeling of being made welcome was a nice surprise. And as we moved around the bar, we were invited into the cellar. But just before we entered, one of the bars have said, It's definitely haunted. Many strange things happen down there. The feeling of being watched, the head and your arms standing on edge. The feeling of being not alone. The old stone walls holding onto memories. The secret tunnels now blocked up. And as we make our way further underground, the icy cold feeling, the feeling of unease, the lights that flicker and the shadows that are said to appear. As we make our way back to the bar, the feeling of fear, of pain, of anger was all around us. The feeling of invading someone's space, the feeling of being scared, the feeling that it was time to leave. Welcome to the Rose and Crown. Many interesting things happen in this pub and many strange things are seen. From the lady who's often seen at the bar to the footsteps that are heard. And if you dare enter into the cellar deep underground, once again the secret tunnels, the stones that are thrown, the lights turn themselves off and the shadows that are cast on the walls when no one is there. Welcome to the Haunted Museum, from the bars that was inside. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, this was once a prison. The noises, the guards, the doors that slam, and the dead that still appear. Now, as we make our way down to the Lord Lester, I have a strange ghost story to tell you. A ghost that roams with no head. Often seen roaming, going from room to room, walking up corridors, yet causing no issues. Many years ago, whilst workmen were doing some renovations, within the walls they found that the remains of a body and it was missing its head. They gave this skeleton a proper burial and since then, no more headless ghost. The Lord Leicester has been visited by many, including that of Charles Dickens, Oscar Wilde, Kings and Queens, and including that of King George V, and not forgetting the Queen Mother. Many have reported seeing a ghostly figure of a man in the car park, and some have claimed they have spoken to him. And many reports of that, of strange things that happen, the strange sounds that are heard, the carts, the horses, and the guards that walk up the road. As you enter into the tunnel, the feeling of being watched, the strange presence of someone there, the cold air on the back of your neck, and the whispering that is often heard, the strange shadows on the walls that a lady in blue is often seen, the sight of murder, a young girl shot twice by Mad Brooks, now, Mad Brooks was mentally disturbed and was in love with Hannah, who, by the way, was only 14 years old. Mad Brooks fled the scene as Hannah fell 
to the death. As we make our way from the tunnel down to the shops, where Mr. George once had his butchers at the shop, and Hannah was a servant for, and Mad Brooks was a lodger there. The shouts from Mr. George could still be heard, the dark shadow in the passageway, the feeling of anticipation, the cold air on a hot summer's day. The feeling of intruding, the feeling of being watched, being followed. Is this the cold-hearted Mad Brooks? Mad Brooks was well known in the town, often seen running around the town naked and telling people that he was going to shoot them. He was never tried for murder, but was sent away until his death. Is Mad Brooks still looking for Hannah? Is Hannah trapped in a world between worlds, waiting, watching, touching, talking? Is Mad Brooks still looking for Hannah? Is he still living the life after death? Is he still in love with Hannah? Living the day he shot her? Is Mad Brooks still living with guilt? Is he waiting, wanting to apologise? To hold a hand, to make things right. Is he the shadow on the wall? As Hannah fell to her death, a note clenched in her hand. It was reported that this was a love letter from Brooks. Now the question is, was Hannah in love with Brooks too? On a cold, dark night, while standing in the tunnel, the dark shadow appeared, the whisper in the ear, the gentleman turning and asking, Yes, how can I help you? Only to realise that there was no one there. The lady walking through, having her hair pulled, looked around and then left in a hurry. Now, many things have happened all around here. The shadows, the images that have been seen, the ones that have spoken to, the ones that touch, the ones that talk. Remember though, do the dead die? Are they here waiting for us to help? Are they here to tell their stories? So as you walk in the dead of the night, through the lonely tunnel, the shadows out of the corner of your eye, what really was it? Have a thought before moving on. Many fear the tunnel, feeling the fear in your knees and being surrounded by death. So, as we make our way to the end, remember the ghosts, the spirits, the feeling of unease, the screams, the shouts, the gunshots. And also remember the scene of murder. Now just before we leave, have a thought for Hannah. 14 years old and shot twice. Her life ended suddenly. Is Hannah the one that touches, the one that speaks, the one that whispers? Is she the one that casts the shadows on the wall? Is she the one that walks alone at night, looking, searching, puzzling? 
the lady in white, the one who appears on the street, night and day, searching, looking, and if you speak to her, vanishes into thin air. Now, let me bring you on to Oaken's. Many strange things have happened here, from the footsteps that are heard, the shadows that are seen, and the lady crying, and the little girl who's lost. Now, before Oaken was the tea rooms, it was a dolls museum, and staff would often find the dolls thrown across the room, or being thrown on the bottom of the stairs. Footsteps were heard and the sight of a lady dressed in black was often seen. Now, as the tea rooms, has anything really changed? Well, let me bring you on to a story of that of a gentleman and a lady who were having tea, and all of a sudden, in the middle of the table, appeared a black shadow dressed with a hat and cane. They sent their tea flying, and fled the scene. Now, a little girl says to her father, can she talk to the man across the street? Her father looked up to see no one there. He looks to his daughter and says, what man? And she says, the man in the black coat and large cane. As we make our way up the passageway, the stale stench of alcohol is often around. Now, just before we make our way to the castle, have a thought for the dead, the ones that appear, the ones that talk, the ones that touch, the ones that laugh, the sounds, the cries, the cheers and the sights. As we make our way along the medieval streets, the history and the spirits, Alderson House, complete with its own personal ghosts. The two children who are seen in the kitchens, the voices that are heard, and the objects that move. And as we just move down, the hidden gems, the ancient burial grounds, and the Lord Leicester itself. The bodies that once were disturbed, the unsettling spirits, and the ones that don't rest. Now the castle has many secrets hidden deep within. The sounds of the baby crying, bricked up in a war with the mother. Dog that is seen, the little boy on the drawbridge, and the nasty jailer who's often seen guarding the tower and making noise. The bangs, the sound of heavy footsteps, the running and the doors that open inside the castle. From the sights of witches on the outside of the walls to the feeling of sadness, the feeling of being watched and the bodies as you enter into the jail. The ones that hang, the ones that appear and as you walk deeper into the dark side of the castle, the feeling of evil of fear, of despair. <laughs>